0: Okay, how would you rank the six Lady Gaga albums?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's very hard, actually.
0: I know. Thinking about um fame, wow. fame monster, wow. born this way, art pop, Joanne,
1: chromatica. I'm oh my gosh, wait, I can't even pick the polls. I can't even d- this is hard. Very hard. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. I mean... Oh, no. I... Uh, 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 uh. I, like, might put Chromatica towards the bottom, which is strange. It doesn't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: I do know what you're saying. Um. Okay, what is it? Out with it.
1: I think it's gonna be... Born This Way. Uh huh. This is so hard. This is actually so hard. Born This Way. Fame Monster. Joanne. Ah. <laughs> oh! <sighs> Chromatica Art Pop. The Fame. The fame last? I, I, it doesn't. None of it makes sense. Every I like has been mixing it around in my head. None of it makes sense. I can't make it make sense to me. <laughs> mix it and mix it and mix it. Here's
0: my thing: is that I, I hopped on board. I became a little monster around the release of Fame Monster, uh, particularly deluxe edition of Fame Monster. But going back and looking at the Fame versus the Fame Monster, like looking at things that are just on Fame Monster, I mean. That's bad romance and telephone. Yes, um, which are I mean, that's really bringing a lot of heat. Um, it also has Alejandro, which is a Lady Gaga song that I don't like. Um,
1: it was very big.
0: It was big, but I don't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> then it has teeth, which I like, but is you know isn't the best in the world. Then it has like monster. So happy I could die, dance in the dark, which are like, just not for me. Um, my ranking—you're gonna find this shocking. I'm shocked that you put Joanne so high. I love Joanne, and I—that's coming from me. I love
1: Joanne. I just like um, I, my. Doesn't rank- make sense. I can't make it work. I don't even stand <laughs> by my own ranking. <laughs> I'm
0: born this way. The fame. I mean, mm-hmm. the fame has. Poker face, love game, just dance, summer boy. Uh, There's nothing else I can say. It's very good. The thing is, it's very good. Born this way, the fame, and this is a balance of like what I think is a good album versus like what means a lot to me versus like the songs that I like a lot. You know, it's a balance of all these things. Born this way, the fame, Chromatica, art pop fame monster joanne joanne is last for you joanne is last for me what but you know it's not because i don't love joanne
1: that's what I'm i love joanne. this this is where okay and i think i've said this to you maybe not on the podcast but this is where ranking i think breaks down lady gaga has broken <laughs> ranking and bracketing and numbering Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Jerome. And I'm Kenyon. And today we're giving you a sequel to something that you've all been clamoring for. Who are you? Who, 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 who are you? Who are we? Okay, and here's the part of the show where Jerome actually dances on the podcast. Uh 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 uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, get it.
0: Okay. Body roll, body roll, <laughs> body roll, body roll. Kenan, you you have a hatred for body rolls. I okay is this true, true or false?
1: Not true. That is false. I have a hatred for a particular um just it feels like everyone, <laughs> everyone latched onto the body roll like ooh, if I can do a body roll, then like that's the best thing since sliced bread and you all should look at me while I dance. And I'm like, no, it's just a body roll. It's just a body roll. That's not hard. I mean... Body rolls are the the pentatonic riffs of dancing. That's what I'm... That's literally what I'm saying. So it's like, I don't want like, you know, people out here <laughs> snapping and praise <laughs> waving for some body rolls when it's like... But like... <laughs> what? Okay. Work. But it's sexy. And I am down for that. It's what sex looks like. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with that particular choreography. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you're a body roll hater. I am
1: not. I'm body rolling away. <laughs> <laughs> I I like I love the pentatonic scale. That's yeah. a perfect. That was a perfect analogy. <laughs> Um, like it's good, but it also is, you know,
0: it's the base it's it is the most fundamental. That's what you're saying.
1: I, yeah, and I, I maybe I'm just more I'm more kind of peeved by the people who exalt it like it is, you know, manna <laughs> from heaven. Uh, <laughs> not manna. slice bread. I feel like Kenyon, <laughs> you should just let people enjoy things. Have you thought about that? Okay. Absolutely. And that's why I actually never bring this up. You always bring this out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never out here walking around chastising the body rollers. The body rollers,
0: <laughs> the Bay City rollers.
1: <laughs> we actually stand the body rollers. The body rollers. Um, hi. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, well, let's talk about this. Mm. Mm. Um, let's talk about how today is the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day mm. um, Which we live and stand. Gonna have to absolutely stand on Martin Luther King <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah um, <laughs> I, First um, moment actually I have is Reverend Doctor That's iconic Just in uh-huh. case you know, people like to skip, leave one out. First of all, that's rude. Don't do that. Second of all, that's amazing. Are you both a reverend and a doctor giving spirituality and science? I can't, I can't believe. Sorry, continue. Well, I don't know that that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know that he had an MD. Well, no, science comes in many forms, not um, just, you know, degrees in medicine, Met, medicine, medicine. Um, no, I'm
0: here for, here's the thing. Like, we're, we were off for this week, but remember when, uh, that whoever at the Wall Street Journal said that Dr. Biden shouldn't call herself a doctor because she's not a medical doctor? I am the opposite. I think that ever I think anyone should call themselves a doctor. <laughs> I think there's no reason why you shouldn't. I think. <laughs> I will fall. That's what I think. Um, but. I'm here for Reverend Doctor. Um, Well, I brought that up as a temporal piece to say that, you know, the inauguration is on Wednesday and this comes out on Thursday.
1: Just another one of our time-traveling shenanigans for everyone following along. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So, you know...
1: Regardless of what happened on the inauguration, we don't know. Right. (laughs) We don't know what's gonna
0: happen.
1: Wait, wait, wait. This is a a time capsule moment. Do you have any messages to send yourself? You know, assuming everything goes brilliantly, and, you know, we enter a new era with a new president. Can you believe? Uh, I don't know if I can call it really a new era, but... We can call it a new era. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a message to send yourself on the other side? You know? Like, Um don't forget that this is what it was like. <laughs> don't forget
0: the spices. Uh, I think I would say don't forget... I would say don't forget Demi Lovato's iconic song, Don't Forget. Because that's a good song. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That's actually
1: the right answer.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um what about you? Oh no, that was just a question for you <laughs> Okay Well, I didn't care what you were going to say anyway
1: <laughs> I really shut the door on that
0: one um, Sure did
1: uh, Have you seen anything out there in the world these days? I've been looking, I've been peering I've been looking through the window um, Good song, <laughs> first of all Um and I mean, you—you you made me listen to this, and I am forever grateful mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. for that. You're welcome. Uh, Jasmine Sullivan's new album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's called Hotels. Yeah. Well, Fred, well,
0: here's what we need to talk about. You were just on the, and you know I love to call you out. <laughs> you <laughs> okay, were. just I brought just this up so that I could bring Talking this up about about so
1: that you could call me out. <laughs> Jumping the gun. I'm always gonna beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, call. Shout from the rooftops. Um, you were just saying, oh,
0: uh, Jasmine Sullivan, she needs to go with some people who can write a good song. Oh, look at, oh, what is she even up to? Blah, blah, blah. Hater. Hater central. Hater number one over here. How dare now, you? Now what do you have to say? I hope only apology is what you have wow, to
1: offer. wow, wow. Um... Well, thanks for bringing that up because that's actually where I was headed in my, <laughs> in my discourse. So I'm so glad that you're dovetailing with what I actually <laughs> had on schedule here. Um, yes, some of you might recall uh-huh. that at a point in time, not so far ago, <laughs> far ago, <laughs> far ago, um, that I did say that Jasmine Sullivan might, you know, benefit from collaborating with, you know, some other people who also you know, engage in the writing process, because you know that she can sing her face off. But for the amount, for the degree of wit, of talent that she has been endowed in, in just singing, I'm like, everyone should know her name. How come she doesn't have more, you know, hits, hits, songs that like everyone knows. I still meet people who don't know who Jasmine Sullivan is. That shouldn't happen. That just shouldn't happen. And I think that's because the writing sometimes doesn't always, you know, illuminate the talent. First of all, first of all, first of all, <laughs> bust your windows.
0: Everyone knows bust your windows. So to say that she doesn't have any hits that everyone knows is wrong. Second of all, let us not ignore, which I'm not saying that you are. I'm I just to speak in, generally into the space uh, the colorism, the fat phobia, which certainly is at play with Miss Jasmine Sullivan's career. Very much. Um, And also, people be stupid. Like,
1: sometimes people are very talented and get no flowers at all. This is true. This is true. Um, But I mean, publicly, let me just say that I retract that that statement and that comment because the writing on Hotels, it's good. (laughs) It's very good. (laughs) It's excellent.
0: (laughs) It's excellent. If you have not listened Uh, to Hotels, I mean, you've just
1: got to. I mean, you already knew that I was going to love it. It does that thing where it's like, here's a song, and then here's like an interlude of speaking, of a voice memo, of a, you know, of some other sounds, and you know I love that.
0: Like interview interludes? (laughs) Ugh, it's uh, it's everything. It's so good. Then, I mean, look at the features on the album. Ari Lennox, Anderson Pack, her. It's like... I mean those are the people.
1: These are the those music are good makers. people.
0: Yeah, I mean it it just is so good.
1: Do you have any faves? Ooh, ooh. I didn't. So Lost Ones came out before the album fully came out and I heard it before and mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay." Listening to it in the context of the, of the album really took me to a place and I might have been crying on the in the on the road, let me just say, as I was driving listening to that.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I mean yeah, there's a live version of Lost One that she recorded. That's really beautiful and like really sad and it's so sad. and tragic. But then like mama, I thought it was sad until I heard it in the context of the album and then I said I've never known sadness like this.
1: <laughs> I never knew sadness like this before. You know that song? <laughs> But when I look out into the world, that is what I see. I see a gorgeous project by one Miss Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, I mean
0: Jasmine Sullivan really was trying to trying to bring us good
1: work, in and the did year and succeeded.
0: Yeah, and for that we
1: thank we, we give, give absolute, absolute absolutely thanks with a grateful heart <laughs> and a grateful spirit. <laughs> um. Mm. How are you feeling today, Jerome? How are you feeling about yourself? How are you feeling about who you are today? Do you know who you are today? Who are you? Um, I know who I am. <laughs> um,
0: I feel good, but I feel like I could use some guidance.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe we could do a couple assessments. Just a pointer right. or two. Just kind of see Ooh. where you fall today. Just to right. see
0: what's out there. Um, it is the OGs will remember uh that way back when, one of our first apps, we did a whole bunch of personality quizzes. Um, and we've always said since that episode, we said we're gonna do part two. We're gonna do more two personality, two quizzes, two furious. Wow. And that's wow. what this is. I can't add anything
1: on yeah. that one. <laughs>
0: Um, Kenyon, can you give us a little recap of our last I feel like the last time that we did these personality quizzes um, we (laughs) I felt like mine were all consistent with one another in saying that I was an emotional uh you know <laughs> o- over i was overly emotional I cry all the time um overly empathetic, extremely compassionate like that that is what it was giving me well what were what, what did you were yours consistent
1: <laughs> um i would say that mine i was giving you um mm, yeah, just kind of a smattering, maybe an assorted sort of collection of beats and pieces, as they say. <laughs> um, uh-huh. You know. It j- Like, some things would be like, you know, you are, you need organization in your life, and other things would be like, you are a free <laughs> spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to flap your wings and fly away. <laughs> yeah, yours were all over the place. And so, I don't know. I don't think the personality quizzes really got, really got me last time. But there's always, you know, there's always another time. And here we are for that other time.
0: There's always... A new day.
1: Except for when there isn't. Okay, don't go there. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Evil and hateful.
1: Yes, Um, let's start. Let's dive. What do you want to start with? I think we should start with um, the five, the apology language. Okay, work. Um,
0: So, for folks who are unaware, love languages are like a thing that a lot of people know about. which are, ooh, acts of service, yeah, uh, gift giving, yep, uh, quality time, yes, um, go for it, uh, physical touch, yes, uh, and uh, um, uh, words
1: of affirmation. Work, words of affirmation,
0: <laughs> and you know the point of love languages is to know how we best, you know, receive love so that the folks who want to give us love can can express it in a way that, like, we are amenable to. Um, Kenyon, do you remember what... Do you remember what your love languages were slash what would you say your love languages are now? Right.
1: I think mine... My top three were... Um, quality time... Words of affirmation, physical touch, and I think quality time was like up at the top, and then physical touch and words of ass were tied. (laughs) You can't let me just do that. Just can't let me not say words.
0: Not words of (sighs) ass. Yeah, I think that I was similar, and that words of affirmation like came out of nowhere because I'm not typically a words of affirmation queen. I mean, I will say almost a year into the pandemic. Physical touch is really, really getting high up on that Mm. list for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think quality time still is the best. It's still out there for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, from the folks who, from the studio that brought you love languages, comes uh, apology languages.
1: Um, Which I mean, I love that they do this. So there's, I feel like we've spoken a couple of times about how, you know, the culture of apology is actually not very apparent here <laughs> in these uh-huh.
0: united uh-huh. Uh-huh. question
1: mark states. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that there's there's a tool maybe out there for people to to learn more about that. Absolutely. Um,
0: also, I mean, we joked about this last time, that the original quiz was very, like... <laughs> it's like... Your spouse does something nice (laughs) for you. Would you appreciate it more if they bought you a (laughs) present? (laughs) Or uh, said something nice to you? (laughs) Um, But this Apology Languages quiz is different in that it, you know, offers a situation, and then there are five apologies that you read and while I will still say that, like, it is pretty clear, like, okay, which one is, like, supposed to be which language, you still get to feel... For me, taking it, it was, like, I got to read all of them and be like, you know what, actually, for this specific instance, like, this actually was the one that, like, hit the spot for me. You know mm-hmm,
1: what I mean? hmm Yeah. Okay, maybe should we just give a breakdown of what the five are? Sure. Yes.
0: Um, so, we've got... Requesting forgiveness. Uh, we've got make restitution, which is like to make up for it. In some right, way. right. Um, we've we've got expressing regret. Uh, we've got genuinely repent, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we have accept responsibility. See, all of those things sound like things that I want. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, okay, well, yes, please restore me, make some restitution, and genuinely <laughs> be sorry for what you did. I don't want to either or that one, right, but I guess I guess it's you know which one do you need the most,
0: right, which one do you, it
1: speaks to you the most?
0: Um, it's funny because you know you say all those sound like things that that you need. For me, there is one of them that I absolutely do not care for. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. There is one of these options that I simply never clicked on. So they give them to you in percentages. So of the 20 questions that... Or the 20 situations that you're given, it says which percent of the time you picked which thing. Um, So I guess I'll start. That uh, for me, the highest is... My primary apology language is expressing regret, Mm. which came in at 35%, um, followed by accept responsibility at 25%, and then uh, make restitution and genuinely repent are tied at 20%, and request forgiveness comes in at 0%. (laughs)
1: Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Does this line up for like? Does this make sense to you? Yeah. Okay.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Because I think the thing that, like, if something has had, if someone has done something to wrong me, <laughs> I want them to be like, "I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> um, like, I wish that that had not happened. Like, I should not have done that to you. Which, to me, feels like expressing regret. Like, that is, I messed up. Like, I mm-hmm. messed up. Mm-hmm. And just, like, that feels very affirmational to me being like, yeah, you did. Right, like, right. That, to me, is like, yes, you're upset at me for something, and
1: you're right to be. Mm-hmm. It validates that, like, feeling. Exactly. Word,
0: um, which I feel like is very proximal to accept responsibility, so it makes sense that that would then be the next one for me,
1: yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm going back to, through the times that I've apologized to you, which maybe aren't enough times, I would agree, <laughs> but I'm like, did I do that right? <laughs> um,
0: then. Make restitution, genuinely repent. I think that both of those are great things. Um, re- the restitution one, as I was going through, it kind of was like, sometimes it really makes sense to make restitution. Um, Particularly if it was like, oh, like, I wasn't listening to you. Like, can we do it again? Like, can you tell me again? Right. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, But if it's like... <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other ones. Like, one of them is like like a waiter spills something on your shirt and it's like well you know you're not going to give me a new shirt mom so <laughs> restitution isn't going to be the thing that is going to really
1: solve the situation
0: right right um but the forgiveness for me was like i think just the way that it's framed in in the situation is like you know someone does something wrong what should they say and all the forgiveness ones are like i hope you can forgive me for this and i'm like who cares if i forgive you like you messed me up <laughs>
1: mm mm, mm. <laughs> now some might say that that you know there's no there's no closure in that i mean i think that the forgiveness
0: comes when it is earned not just because like Like, so many of the things... And, like, maybe I would feel differently about it in, like, a different type of way. Certainly, like... I mean, I'm thinking if, like, something were happening between you and me, and you were like, Jerome, like, I really want us to move past this. Like, can you forgive me? Like, work. I understand that. But... You know, like... A a waiter spills something on my shirt, and it's like, oh, my God, can you forgive me? It's like, why? (laughs) Who cares if I forgive you? I have... Tomato sauce on my shirt. (laughs) Like, it just feels so, like, about that person and not about, like, me, the person who was wronged.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, revealing my hand a little bit, requesting forgiveness, is it also the bottom of my list? Not 0%, but 5%. So, I mean, I think that's one of the questions that I asked for forgiveness, please. But that's... I think I I think I I'm feeling it for a different reason. When people like ask for for forgiveness from me, I feel like it makes it it just makes the air weird. <laughs> Does that make sense? It like well, that's we yeah. It's like I
0: mean I can say I forgive you, like, but I'm so I'm worried about other things. Like you know, do I still trust you? Like, do I still you know? Can I rely on you in the same way? Like has whatever has gone wrong been, like, fixed? Like, is there a problem that needs to be solved? Like, all that, for me, comes before, like, I forgive you. Like, I can say I forgive you. That doesn't, like, change a whole lot about, like, the situation, I think.
1: Right, and I feel like forgiveness is the the thing that, like, if someone were to wrong me, that, like, I, I open that box and say, like, I would like to forgive you. Like, I do forgive you. Instead of, like, Like, what if I'm not ready to forgive a person they ask for my forgiveness? No, I'm not going to forgive you? Like, I'm not going to say that. But it just kind of feels like it puts you in a weird position of having to, like, do something before you're ready to... Before you have actually made the determination for that. I don't know. Absolutely. Like, you know, it's not about,
0: like, well, can we be over this? (laughs) Like, that's what it feels like to me. Like... (laughs) I know that I did something wrong, but like can we just get over it? Right. And I know that forgiveness is not just getting over it, but that's just like, which is why I feel like maybe I would have picked it more in real life. Like maybe it's something I value more in real life, but just in the context of all the questions, like, you know, like your coworker spreads a rumor about you. Like if the first thing that they say is, can you forgive me? <laughs> it's like,
1: <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> why should I? <laughs>
1: Uh, So, request forgiveness at the very bottom of my list. Let me start back at the top. Make restitution comes up at 35%.
0: Oh, work. Okay. Um,
1: Then following that, expressing regret at 30%. Accept responsibility, 20%. Genuinely repent (laughs) at 10%. And then forgiveness and i feel like i could have i as i was going through the questions i was like oh it's going to be something about being restored being paid back being you know restitution it felt mm-hmm. it felt like i could feel myself clicking that option a lot of times um and i think i mean i i think i like that because it feels like you're moving through something like here's a thing that we can do that's yeah. not just like Words or like, right. you know, us like sitting together in a room saying, I forgive you, I apologize. <laughs> right. But like, here's something we can do that, like, is the healing thing of it. Yeah. Not that, you know, words don't hold any power. They definitely do. At words of affirmation. <laughs> words of aff queen. <laughs> Make restitution, <laughs> you know, gives it, um makes it feel, I don't know, less contrived. And like, here's an activity or a, a uh, thing that we can meet in and, like, find each other in again. And through that, you know, the forgiveness takes place.
0: I feel like making restitution is, um, you know, if there's restitution to be made, it's like, cool, like, let's do that. Because that, to me, is saying, like, the the other person is saying, okay, I'm invest, like, I've done something wrong and I want to make it right. um, And, like, that they are invested in, you know, I want to... Uh, Bring this back to you know, I want to make this i want to make it right, um, and if there's something that I can do i I want to do that um as a and sometimes, like, I guess just that I and a lot of them didn't feel like the restitution really was you know just based on the specific situations that are in this questionnaire, right. um that some of them are like, okay, well, you know, there isn't like a real like, for the like, the coworkers tells a secret about you to the whole staff, it's like, you know, you can't really put that back in the box, right? right? Um, so it's like, specifically restitution there is like, okay, that doesn't mean a lot. Um, but for the ones where there is specific restitution, I mean, I just like that because it feels like, cool, like, you are actually invested in this, and you actually care, you know, not just that, I mean, I think it's important that, you know, you care that something has hurt me, but also that, like, you know, you want to do something. It's not just, oh, I've messed up this relationship, but it's, like, I I want to try to fix it. I want to try to mend it beyond just, like, saying it's Right, I
1: care enough to, like, move through this thing instead of just be, like, I did break it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, I mean, I kind of, I feel like restitution really calls forth, like, money or, like, physical things to be restored, um and i have to say like that's that's not really me but i feel like you can make restitution through your love language tying it back and like sure yeah quality time being my my top love language like yeah if you you know do something that i'm like you hurt me i'd love to just spend some time with you so it feels like we can like move past this thing together instead of it instead of the rift just continuing you know mm. sure
0: Sure, sure, sure. That totally makes sense. Um, With this on it, like, I'm looking at it sitting on my screen. And I feel like I'm looking at, like, a recipe. Like, I'm looking <laughs> at, like, alchemy. Like, when I'm making my apology. Or, like, if some, I guess if someone were making an apology to me, like, add in 35% expressing regret and 20% genuinely repent and 25% accept responsibility. Like, I kind of... Love that. Because so much of this is like, well, I want a little bit of all of it. Right. You know, it's like I want a little, like what you said at the beginning. Um, but I I enjoy thinking about the things that you want to emphasize. So I really like that it is like put in percentages in that way. For sure. I think everyone should take this. Yes. Take it and tell your friends. And get your friends and loved ones and neighbors and coworkers and enemies to take <laughs> it and tell you the
1: results. <laughs> And like practice apologizing, you know, that thing that we never do. Yeah, Like get good at that.
0: For sure. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk colors. So this is the true colors methodology. (laughs) What Um, is this? (laughs) um, This was sent to me by Sophia Compromore, icon, legend, star. Um... And uh, there are four colors, which uh, and each of the colors says uh, you know has particular traits. Uh, and I think that this is primarily used in um uh, as like a practical like coworker type of thing, like you know, mm. if you're on a retreat with your staff that this is a thing that everyone might be asked to do to be thinking about how they interact with one another okay. um. So, there are four colors, which are orange, green, blue, and gold. <laughs> Do you have any reactions to the colors?
1: <laughs> I, it's really a... I have used the word smattering and an assortment. I think this time I'll <laughs> use collage for these colors.
0: Um, okay.
1: B- you're giving primary color, blue, blue, but you're giving some (laughs) non-primary colors, you're giving a, a, you know, a metallic I I don't know, I just like, who picked these? (laughs) Like, why is it not like, I don't know, white, black, gray, and... white again? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Why is it red, yellow, green, blue? I feel like we've, if you've got to have four colors, like, those are the
1: four. Yeah, we actually have already established
0: We've all been to Macaroni Grill.
1: (laughs) We've all had the crayons (laughs) I'm gasping I just like What's gold doing with like blue You know what I'm saying
0: I feel like including Gold and orange is rude Because gold is like Better orange
1: (laughs) Mm, Do I agree with that Who wants to be orange when you can be gold I mean, I definitely want to be gold, for sure. Okay, so these are the
0: the primary personalities. So orange, we have energetic, spontaneous, charming. Mm-hmm. Sounds like me. I'll just say <laughs> I'm very charming. Um, gold, punctual, organized, precise. Green, analytical, intuitive, visionary. Blue. Empathetic, compassionate, cooperative. Well, I'll just say, based on my past experience with personality quizzes, there's one of these that seems like it might be me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I think we should guess each other's. Okay. You have to guess Um, me first. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, I think that you are going to be green, obviously. You're obviously going to be analytical, intuitive,
1: visionary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I mean, you kind of gave me a hint already. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, which of these seems like it's me? <laughs> I think I think you're going to be I'm just going to randomly pick blue. Kind of empathetic. Oh, okay. You know, Feelings, Mm -hmm. compassion.
0: (laughs) Um, I will note that before we dive in, so the most, according to this little four colors, true colors methodology website, um, 35% of people are gold, 27% are orange, 23% green, and 15% blue. I'll say it's very telling that the least amount of people are compassionate and
1: empathetic. That says a lot about our world these days. You better analyze society. Read everyone. (laughs) Oh, it's very
0: analytical. I might be a green. Mm, Maybe
1: I should have guessed green.
0: (laughs) Green. Ooh. Okay. Green. So what are you? I'm blue. No
1: way. Yeah. Hey. You're blue. Hey. Hey, blue. (laughs) I'm blue. (laughs) And together... (laughs) We're gay. (laughs) Um yeah, Um, I am most blue.
0: So we're both blue.
1: Um I go blue, orange, green gold, top to bottom. Ooh. Green gold. Okay. I'm you're blue
0: orange.
1: So like empathetic, then like action adventure, then vision analytic. Then punctual, precise, <laughs> at the very bottom. <laughs> um,
0: I'm blue, gold,
1: orange, green. Wow. Wow. This makes a lot of sense to me. I'm just going to have to say like, <laughs> okay, off work. the bat. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to read the primary blue one, which is both of us empathetic, compassionate, and cooperative blues tend to be very social people. If you're a blue, you value the relation, you value relationships and harmony. Genuine kindness, sincerity, and compassion are important to you. You enjoy opportunities to work with others and collaborate and any opportunity
1: to develop a connection.
0: Oh, that is us.
1: Yay! <laughs> I love um I love it. you value harmony. I'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't everybody and but apparently no. <laughs> <laughs> so to do this
0: one there are 10 statements and you like give each of them a number um and then add up the numbers and whichever one that's how you get your order. Um and so one of <laughs> one of the ones for blue Harmony is essential in order for me to be productive and happy in life. I was like, I love harmony. (laughs) Harmony is great. (laughs) I listen to harmony all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's all that was going through my head was like, absolutely, music is great. Harmony is so important to me, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I love that you're blue and then gold. It makes sense to me that like, those are next to each other. Like the compassion, the caring, and the feeling is also next to like precision and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm
0: going to read gold. Punctual, organized, and precise. Golds tend to need structure and organization. Interesting. If you're a gold, then order, rules, respect, and dependability are important to you. Work. Time is a key part of your life if you're a gold personality type. Ooh. You need to be on time and want others to be punctual as well. (laughs) Follow the plan or schedule. Following the plan or schedule is best for you. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you're a
1: planner. You're a planner. I'm a planner, but not a timer. This is true, but you know, time dilations, you know, maybe it's not (laughs) on time to the clock, but it's on time for you. You know, it's on your time.
0: Okay. Yeah, I feel that. I actually really feel
1: that. (laughs) My next is orange. And I feel like... Okay. Yeah, my feelings, my empathy is very connected to being in the moment, being adventurous. Like, very explorational, very exploratorium.
0: Okay, yeah. I do really see that for you. Um, Energetic, spontaneous, and charming. If you're an orange... You tend to be action-oriented and are comfortable taking risks. You probably also tend to be competitive and seek out adventures with opportunities to push the boundaries. Living in the moment and enjoying an adaptable time schedule are important to you. Yeah, I mean, I... Certainly, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not much else to be said. (laughs) Truly not. Truly not a whole lot else (laughs) to say about Adaptable time schedule is such a generous way of saying... Never is on time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very. I mean, extremely generous, I would say. <laughs>
1: okay. I was coming into True Colors kind of skeptical, but I feel like it still got us in some ways that other things from episodes past have not actually been able to get. So, I mean, I feel like mine always gets me okay. because I'm always just the
0: empathetic one. <laughs> But I do also feel like it is a little, like, self-selective. <laughs> very that. Vary like, that. maybe because I think of myself as an empathetic person, it's like, I'm going to choose very high for the empathetic ones. But I think that's like, if anything, it's like a value statement.
1: Right, right. I feel like it gets to that that question. You know those questions that are worded like... Um, you know your friends would say that you are a you know rest of the sentence fill in the blank um
0: mhm
1: and like having to think about what other people think of you as versus just versus just what you think of yourself as right all right i mean we've reached the last one for for now who who knows there might be a part 3 out there in the future as you know i love a trilogy um This one, this one, people say that this is scientific. In fact, the website Mm. on which we took this next quiz carries the title, Most Personality Quizzes Are Junk Science. (laughs) Take one that isn't. (laughs) And to that I say, stop coming after me. Uh, But I thought I'd give science a try. um, With the Big Five test. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is from
0: 538. You may have heard of her. Um she loves
1: science. <laughs> um and apparently, you know, it's built on decades of research into how people actually talk about themselves. So, you know we're the research girls.
0: We are the research girls. <laughs> um so it looks like we're being graded judged.
1: Evaluated, assessed.
0: <laughs> One more. Marked down. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got five big scores. Uh, so there's openness to experience, and the, you get kind of a percentile for each of them um, compared to how other people answer these questions or 30 questions. Um, and you say, like, the degree to which you agree with, you know, how true this is of you. There's a lot of rhyming in that little sentence. Um. Okay, now. <laughs> um, so we have openness to experience, agreeableness, conscientiousness, negative emotionality,
1: and extraversion. Okay, so the thing that strikes me off the bat There's no positive emotionality No category for that (laughs) Only negative emotionality (laughs) Seems seems interesting Seems telling
0: And it kind of is like Do you want a higher score for negative emotionality? Or is it inverse? You know what I mean?
1: I... I think a higher score means more negative emotionality, just like a higher score in agreeableness would be more agreeableness. Turn up the agreeableness to 11. I see. okay. well, Kenyon, tell us how tell us how you scored. I scored in a way that is very consistent <laughs> with who I think I am. <laughs> Um, which I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's a good thing. one actually the one thing did shock me. um so I scored a hundred out of a hundred on openness to experience. I am gagged. <laughs> My jaw is on the floor.
0: <laughs> that is insane because I was so ready to be like well. Kenyon saying he loves adventure. He loves a new experience. Well, I'm going to get him because I've got 96 out of 100. So there's no way that he. I'm like, there's no way that he is going to have me beat in this one. Well, you did it. We did it, Joe.
1: <laughs> Not we did it, Joe. <laughs> I mean, okay, so what this category is, you and I are both then high openness to experience people, right? hmm That means, according to this, that maybe we've <laughs> probably tried on several personal styles and hobbies during our lives. We're curious that our, identi- our identities may be flexible, changing. Um, some people in this category might even become scientists and lawyers or journalists in weaponizing their intellectual curiosity. Oh. Yeah, yikes. Okay. <laughs> Weaponizing. Weapons. Does weapons. Does that feel true? Weapons? Does that feel true to you?
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I kind of scoffed at that, but I do sometimes. I'm like, my brain is a weapon, <laughs> and you better
1: get out of the way. <laughs> um, where are you on the openness to experience sub-traits? There are three of them. Aesthetic sensitivity, uh-huh. creative imagination, intellectual curiosity.
0: Well, I so I feel like you have to be 100 in all of them because you're at 100. Yes, I was
1: actually just <laughs> going to skip over that part of myself. But yes, <laughs> I've got hundreds everywhere. Um,
0: mine pulls back at creative imagination. Uh, Interest. Which I wouldn't have said for myself, but I answered these questions. So I guess I did say that for myself. <laughs> Well, I guess that's kind of you know. There's no ifs ands or buts about it.
1: Oh, that's the thing. I mean, um, are these computers really going to tell us who we are? You're. I mean,
0: who knows if even maybe you click all the different things and then it just gives you some random thing. Right.
1: We don't know what's happening inside that that computer brain. Exactly. AI, machine learning, AI buzzwords. <laughs> Both of us apparently have to watch out. Um because uh, dangerous drugs are among the things that we're the most likely to try. So. I know, I was reading that, and
0: I was like, that is very interesting. Mostly because I think that, like, I mean, let's talk about drugs. I'm not, like, the drug queen. <laughs> As in. Oh, you're not, and you expect <laughs> me to believe that just by you saying it. <laughs> mm. Um, I will say that one of our friends, and I, he always makes fun of me because I misquote him. I won't attribute this quote to him today, but he one time was like, "Jerome, like, don't you want to see like the sky open up and like a tree <laughs> turn inside out?" Like talking about doing some sort of psychedelic drug, and I was like, "I don't want to do that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> don't show me that." <laughs> So I was interested to see dangerous drugs are among the things you're more likely to be willing to try. I guess, like, am I, like, personally, like, morally, aesthetically against it? No. But, like, I'm not, I have never tried. I'm not, like, leaping out of my seat to try. So I was surprised to see
1: that. Me as also well, too. (laughs) Similarly, I was also surprised. Um...
0: Okay, the next one is (laughs) agreeableness, which I think is just a very funny uh, (laughs) quality, particularly a funny quality to like assess yourself on. (laughs) Like, I could be like, oh, I'm very agreeable.
1: (laughs) But I feel like that's something someone else has to say about you. I'm not convinced it's like a very good thing. You know, I don't want to just go along <laughs> and get along and agree with everyone else out here. Mm-hmm. Some people are here doing the wrong things. <gasps> Can't agree
0: with them. Well, there you have it. Um, I for agreeableness scored an eighty-eight out of one hundred.
1: Literally, same.
0: You're kidding. <laughs> Eighty out of hundred. Hey, sister. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, high agreeableness, uh, you may feel a deep identification with possibly too trusting, unfailingly polite, and relentlessly helpful Ned Flanders. Now, if mm. I have to name someone that I have never felt an identification with, it's Ned Flanders.
1: <laughs> I mean, this whole paragraph is full of questionable things. I don't know. Just like one sentence, Extremely. they do better in school. That's just a sentence here. (laughs) Alone. A standalone sentence. Highly
0: agreeable kids are less likely to be bullied and are more likely to have strong relationships with peers. Because we're agreeable.
1: (laughs) Another interesting thing in this paragraph is the last sentence. Things look pretty goodly woodly for you, neighborino. I didn't just make that up. I can't believe
0: it's (laughs) Ned Flanders themed. Like, Like, what's up with that? The last one didn't have a theme. (laughs)
1: and i don't agree with this so maybe i'm not as agreeable as you thought 538 <laughs>
0: um, okay where do, so the three agreeableness subtraits are compassion respectfulness and trust where 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 do they fall for you
1: i'm at 100% on compassion and then okay like betw- exactly between 175 for respectfulness and then 75% trust
0: Um, I am at 100% for respectfulness, which I think is actually interesting. Not what I would have clocked for myself. Um, a little less for compassion and then the least for trust as well.
1: Sounds like we are agreeable, but we have actually trust issues. Story checks out, honestly. (laughs) Um, well, moving on. (laughs) We hit, uh, conscientiousness um on which this was the the real surprise for me actually not the 100 out of 100 for uh-huh. <laughs> openness <this> experience <laughs> um i scored a 42 out of 100 on conscientiousness
0: whoa i got 54 out of 100 but it's interesting because the um the definition is not what i would associate it with like i would think conscientiousness is like you know, being aware and polite of others, right? Like that's how I typically talk about being conscientious. Is like, like being accommodating and being respectful and being thoughtful, um, and not being careless with the. You know, I think of it very like outwardly, but this is talking very inwardly. Yeah. Um, the highly conscientious are detailed-oriented goal setters who dot their i's, cross their t's, and keep detailed spreadsheets of all the times they did that. Whoever wrote this copy, you are not the comedy queen. <laughs> Let oof, just oof. say that. <laughs> um, people with low conscientiousness, on the other hand, are slovenly types who smoke and drink and tend to not finish the chores they said they'd get done.
1: I don't like this. Wow, okay. <laughs> not really holding any punches there. They said if you got low conscientiousness, you are slovenly. (laughs) You are terrible. (laughs) And you smoke and you drink. um, And you've never finished anything (laughs) in your life.
0: I will say that mine says, there are benefits and drawbacks. First of all, I love benefits and drawbacks. It's a great phrase. (laughs) Um, There are benefits and drawbacks to people on both ends of the spectrum, but if we had to choose a roommate, we'd pick you, someone in the middle. So actually... I'm a queen, working it, working it right together.
1: <laughs> working it right together. And we do actually, in <laughs> fact, love to work it right together here on We Love That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, next up, negative emotionality. Um, so I think that you want to have, I think the goal is to have well, I don't know if there's a goal. I guess I'm applying too much, like, value.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is really trying to say, like, that the best person has, you know, these scores or anything like that. It's just, you know, some information. Mm-hmm. Clock yourself. Learn about where you're at. Um, what say you on the emotionality chart, the spectrum?
0: For negative emotionality, I get 42 out of 100.
1: Work. I got a 29 out of 100.
0: Whoa. So I think higher negative emotionality means you you have a higher propensity toward negative emotionality. As opposed to like dealing with negative emotionality better or something.
1: So are you in the moderate category Um, or the low category?
0: I'm moderate. 42 is moderate. I mean it is telling me similarly to the last one that I experience a little of both poles both people who can it says low negative emotionality folks will cheerfully work with the same job for decades with no burnout which doesn't sound like you yeah. but could be you better watch out um <laughs> uh but so feeling some of that as well as feeling uh the high negative emotionality um which here, it, it it gives the example of having rocky relationships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to say that th- that things don't get, you know, much brighter on the low and negative emotionality side. It says that I whistle wi- while I work. False. <laughs> um, even if the rest of the office is glaring into their fourth <laughs> cup of coffee. Again, whoever wrote this... <gasps> Call me. Actually, don't call me. <laughs> um, it says there's, there's no such thing as being too cheerful for me because sadness and anxiety are things that help us learn from our mistakes. Uh, no.
0: <laughs> not
1: this. <laughs> but by God, I feel good about the job I do, and I'm financially secure in it. Okay, you just haven't met me. <laughs> because I am just not financially secure, so...
0: It's a lot of assumptions being made in there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, here's some more copy from The Moderate. Uh, If you're reading this and thinking, hey, doesn't that just make me a normal human? Well, statistically, yes. That would be how bell curves work, wouldn't it? Don't worry. That's probably another personality trait where you're more extreme. What's all this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's really catering Who to the asked like, for any of that? I want to be unique Like show me I, that I'm unique and special Right Like The bell curve is just fine And also <laughs> I cannot be contained In a statistic I can't be contained Please <laughs> Well this leads us to the very Thank last you. one <laughs> um, Here we are At extraversion Olive oil, extroversion. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got me, gal. extroversion. I feel like, let's guess each other's. I feel like we're both blue. <laughs> um, we're both. Uh, I'm gonna guess that we're both blue. Uh,
0: I think, I think I'm more extroverted than you are. Um. And so, well, I don't want to give away my number. I just think that your number is going to be less than mine. And I'm going to guess by, by 15. Oh, wow. Okay. It's kind
1: of a margin. Maybe not that much. Maybe maybe by, maybe by 8 or 9. Mm. Well, which is it? <laughs> um, I, th- <laughs> I think I agree that you're going to be higher than I am. But I think we're both going to be in the same category. Like low, okay. medium, high, extroversion. Um, so I'm 83 out of 100. Work 75 out of out of 100. So I knew you were going to be <laughs> 75. I should have guessed
0: the number. I should have said 75. That's why I changed my head. That's why I was like, no, like I'm going to like 15 is too high because he's going to be like 75. So I should say eight. I mean, 75 is. So which one is?
1: Is being able to see into the future.
0: (laughs) I get that (laughs) great.
1: Yeah, I think that's a part of extroversion, right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, yeah. Well, we're both high extroversion people then,
0: Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Um, which this thing says right off the bat that our lives are pretty good. Well, that's where you're wrong. No. and even if it's not, <laughs> well, it we're says... most, more, more likely to feel like it is. So that sounds like self-delusion so far. I'm not very Yeah. Impressed. What's that?
0: What's that about?
1: <laughs> um, did you know that people who score high on extroversion are more likely to have what scientists call positive subjective well-being? Is that a read? This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: delu- like I'm reading this and I'm thinking, okay, delusion. I get it. I'm right. delusional.
1: <laughs> I'm so. fully deluded. Basically, people like us are happy independent of a lot of factors that should otherwise affect our happiness, including <laughs> relationship status, class, and employment status. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: The last sentence here... Who knew your inability to shut up would prove so useful? Okay,
1: so... (laughs) I simply could not recommend this (laughs) to anyone. (laughs) No, I think really what I've learned here is the, the, you know, big five score of the person who wrote this. They are, you know, (laughs) medium open to experience, not agreeable at all, high Uh conscientiousness, uh high negative emotionality, <laughs> and low extroversion.
0: <laughs> Extremely low extroversion. I can't believe. That
1: is too funny. I mean, do you, do you feel like you learned anything from this? I actually feel like this makes sense to me, especially kind of taken together. Um, just like, I'm very open to experience and agreeable, and I'm an extrovert. Like, less so do I, you know, take care of all the details of my life and also pay attention to my negative emotions. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I think that macro view is like, okay, that's helpful and actually is cool. I don't know if I'm a true 100 out of 100. Because, I mean, according to this, then I should have a drug problem.
0: (laughs) Well... How dare you? (laughs) That is really uh, interesting to see
1: there on the page in front of you. (laughs) Yeah, would you recommend this to a friend? I mean, I don't know that this really told me
0: anything that, like, I wouldn't have already said. Um, You know, I'll read mine the same way that you just read yours. Like, very open to experience, uh, agreeable, extroverted... Uh, moderately tapped into my negative emotion and not super, like, organized, conscientious, like,
1: work. I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm getting is that this doesn't tell you something that you haven't already, you know, kind of known, whereas the other quizzes do tell you something like that you didn't know, that, like, you're blue. You are blue. Everything about you is blue. <laughs> Blue is your favorite color. <laughs> Very useful information.
0: I'm blue, da boo, dee, da, boo die. Uh, I feel like... At least the others, like... Like, pull everything together in a way that, like, feels like I can do something with that. Or, like, I, I feel like, okay, yes, like, that is a, a type that, like, makes sense. This doesn't really, like... And not that I I fully subscribe to, like, oh, well, I'm blue, and so that means that I'm X, Y, and Z. I mean, we talked about this before with, like, Myers-Briggs. I think that it, like, is useful to know that, like, I answered questions in a certain way uh, and, like, to pull different answers together to, like, tell one story, um, regardless of whether that story is, like, inherently true or whatever. This, I feel like it's doing that less, and so is not, like... Really, telling me a whole lot, I guess it's kind of interesting to compare to like you know it compares to the national average into five thirty eight staffers. I think that that's kind of interesting to the national average, I guess, like being like it according to this, I am way more agreeable, open to ex- new experience and extroverted than the average person, which I guess is is kind of interesting,
1: yeah, I mean, as a as we're reaching, you know, the end of a, of a second round of personality quizzes, more and more I'm like, I don't know if this does a whole lot for me. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's very fun. But I'm also like, I'll, ne- I'll never return to these ideas in my mind. I'll never be like, how do I attack this problem? How do I figure out how I'm feeling? Well, let me go back to my big five scores. <laughs> Like Right, 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 right. Except for maybe, and I feel like I said this last time about love languages, except for maybe the apology languages. Those actually, both love languages and I hope apology languages in the future will like be things that I return to and say, oh, I could use this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, work. Kenny, okay, I have a binary for you. It is in part inspired by... Uh uh, part of what made Sophia send me this color test is that at some point on the podcast, we were talking about Leanne Le Havis's green and gold. <laughs> um, and uh, I want to know, green or gold?
1: Oh, wow. Green, the color of life on Earth, living its thriving, vibrant you know, pulsating life. That's just, I mean, that's green. But gold is giving you precious. It's giving you rare. It's giving you gilded. It's giving you of the gods, okay? I, oh, gosh. This is impossible. <laughs> it's f- fully earth and heaven here. Um, I think I've got to go. Green. I'm feeling very green these days. I'm feeling very connected to the land. This time, that's how I feel.
0: Yes. Work. Um. Me too. I'm also going to go with green. Green. <laughs> green. Even though we're both blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Does this mean I have to come up with one? No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes,, no, no. yes, <laughs> um, okay. I originally pitched um <laughs> pitched that we do one more thing in this episode um that we did not do, which was get our tarot readings done. <laughs> So I'm gonna say for the next time that we do personality quizzes, are we including a reading of tea leaves or are we including tarot? <laughs> this is what I have for you.
0: Um, tea leaves or tarot? <laughs> uh, I've never. Well, I've never had either. Um, I would get my tarot cards read. It's giving me very Doctor Felicie from The Princess and the Frog. You know how I feel about that. Wow, um, I could be into that.
1: I have to say, I'm right there with you. I just don't do that much loose leaf tea uh, these days. So
0: these days, you really backed off. <laughs> Thank you, which is good, considering you're you know inherently addictive. <laughs> <personality. I'm> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Well, brilliant. I'll see you next time with the Deck of Tarot cards.
0: (laughs) Um, Kenyon, it's January 18th. It's my half birthday.
1: Oh my gosh. Happy half birthday unto you on this day. Thank you. That coincides as we already talked about with MLK Day. What an auspicious, auspicious occasion that we're (laughs) all right. Thank you. Wow, do you feel a half a year older? <laughs>
0: um, than something, certainly. I certainly feel half a year older than something. What is shocking is that my birthday was in quarantine, and now we're six months after <laughs> that.
1: I know we're about, since we're almost, you know, a year of COVID, a year of quarantine, almost everyone has had a quarantine birthday. Well, actually, some of y'all out there did not quarantine and held parties anyway. Well But <laughs> All of us should have Almost had A quarantine birthday And
0: I would love to Keep
1: it to one Though Some other people Will not see it, Will not be so lucky Goodness Yeah We, still, we are holding out hope For you in, in uh, July there Yeah Yeah we'll see <laughs> Bye <laughs> Hey, Jerome, hey, wait, take care of yourself.
0: Aw, oh, thanks. Okay,
1: Goodbye. <laughs> thanks for listening, Divas. We Love That is brought to you by Kenyon and Jerome. Our music is by Sophia Compermore and our art is by Griffin Keller. And please drop us a line at We Love That Podcast at gmail.com. So, I did. I'm just... What, what am I supposed to say? Fame Monster has telephone and bad romance. What am I supposed to say? What do you want me to do?
0: What do you want me to I do?
1: Want, I want you to let go of ranking, I think. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Never.